<laughs> I like this a lot. I'm your host, Eli Halpern. And I'm Fat Guy. <laughs> I'm Mike Eaton. <laughs> Today, uh, we're going to talk about uh, lizard people. God and, damn uh, it. And uh, child sacrifice. So have you done any research in the subject? No. <laughs> no I, I, gave, I gave you a warning. I know, and it doesn't help. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Smoke Just Google and go down your rabbit holes? That would actually be a great help. Yeah, I'm sure it would, because none of these are things that like a logical brain is like, yeah, good. Good. Lizards run the world. And they're making metaverse so that they don't have to hide in their lizard bodies. In okay, that's a stretch. But the child sacrifice thing, it's been going on since the beginning of time. Yeah. Religion. And um, there's a ton of articles that say that child sacrifice, or just human sacrifice in general, is responsible for the cultivation of complex societies. Okay, but did you read those articles? All of them, yeah. You read all of them? Uh, three of them. Okay. Three and a half. Okay. So can you synthesize those articles and do a cogent point about why human sacrifice was beneficial? It's that I could not figure out. Yeah. So that's the thing. I feel like there's a lot of sensationalism in headlines where they're like, hey, I want to make this point. And, like, logically, I could say that culling a certain part of the species, having rituals, having, uh, you, you know, plans and tracking and stuff like – yeah, in uh, I want to say it was Mexico. They would do uh, human sacrifice. The winners of the Aztecs, the Aztecs did that. And yeah, they they would play this ball this ball game. And uh, was it the, the winning... one where they kicked around the decapitated head? Um, no, I don't think that was a thing. I went to no, Chichen Itza. I went to Chichen Itza. They they didn't mention anything about kicking around heads. Chichen Itza. I just met sir. <laughs> now you know how I feel. No, that you wasn't even it. a good one. Yeah, they never are. They're all good. Okay. Then that was a good one. No, all the ones that I say. Oh. So, Chichen Itza. They're, uh, they're playing this game with a ball. And uh, the winning team gets beheaded. Because uh-huh. they want the winners to go up to the next dimension or whatever. So, I, but so like, if you're sacrificing people to the gods so that they can meet them faster, or if you're doing it uh, to like get better crops. Like, I'm going to kill this person in, in sacrifice to the gods, and now we've got... The crops last year were bad. This year, they're good. And then, like, over time, you start to notice patterns and shit, and you can develop agriculture. Like, that would make sense to the advancement of a society, having, like, something linked to sacrifice. But I don't see a way where, like, so what do you propose we do? How do we implement this into American society? Oh, I don't at all. I'm just Uh, just trying to figure out why it's been such a recurring theme in humanity. I think that You, You said something interesting earlier. I do that. Do you do you recall? <laughs> no. What did uh, I you say? said that they killed all the stupid people, so the civilization would be smarter. Yeah, that could be a side of it. If you were like dumb enough to be like, "Yeah, I'll get sacrificed to the gods," then like we probably don't need you. There's well, I don't think they had a choice. I think they're like, "We're gonna kill you," and they're like, "I have nowhere to run. We live in a village." Yeah. Um, and I think they're probably happy to. Oh, so maybe they developed houses so they could hide from getting murdered, and that's how society <laughs> developed. They're like, "Well, I don't want to get sacrificed. I better, you know, figure out math." Yeah, it could go in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. 
And, you know, with the whole Ghislaine Maxwell trial thing going on, which, by the way, have you been keeping up with this? Uh, didn't she say that Sonic the Hedgehog was on the Lolita Express? <laughs> no. No, I've not been keeping up with it. <laughs> no, no, I don't care. I don't care. So Yeah, they're raping kids. I'm aware. What am I going to do about it? Not have kids. Problem solved. So. <laughs> That's a great solution. I know, man. If you just focus on yourself and the individual, then, like, you don't have to worry that's about That's what us. I was saying the entire last live episode. Nah, man, that's that's <laughs> been my idea from the beginning. I incepted it into your mind. I programmed you to believe that. Uh, well. I'm God. I, <laughs> I can't believe I made one like this. It's crazy. <laughs> you made a god? Yeah. I'm pretty powerful. You're the god of gods? Yeah. It's me, Zeus. Zeus be fucking, though, dude. Have you ever read any of the, like, mythology like, 80% of Greek mythology is just Zeus got horny and caused problems. The plight of man. So, I got a text from my friend, uh, Matt Duncan. Shout out, Matt. He's a great friend. Cool dude. Uh, we were hanging out, and we went to Bad Larry. You were at Bad Larry with us. Yeah. Uh, great Bergs. It was pretty good. Dude, best news, best Christmas present of all time. Bad Larry is open every day in December. No more fucking waiting for Mondays. Whoa. No more waiting in line. He's got set hours at Little Brother, and he's doing daily burger specials. Wednesday yeah. is a barbecue onion ring burger. Okay. No, we're doing this month. Sunday, he does a brunch burger with pancake patties, chorizo Whoa. and beef, or pancake bun, chorizo and beef patties, eggs, hash browns, and like a cheddar jack, like green chilies in it. That's cool. Mm. So day one of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. She was, uh, her lawyers were saying, she's a woman, you're just using her as a scapegoat because you can't try Epstein. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, they had a, they had a, <laughs> they had a witness come to the stand who, they kept her name private, but apparently she was an actor. Uh-huh. And, uh, the, her lawyers, Glenn's lawyers were saying, well, you're an actress, ha you're just acting right now. Uh-huh. So a lot of victim blaming, a lot of leftist, uh, identity politics. Fun. Sounds like a good trial. Are they um, filming it? No, they're not filming it. Boo. I know, I know. Uh, Bill Clinton, during his presidency, Epstein visited the White House 17 times. Nice. Um, and he was involved with this company, uh, I think like CTF or CFR or something. I forget what it stands for. But uh, a bunch of the money donated went to helping solve child trafficking. Ooh, like how to like make it work faster? No, like how to supply. prevent it? How to prevent it from happening? Like how do we get a supply chain for style trafficking? They're cornering both angles. Yeah, they're trafficking the kids, and then they're trying to stop it. Yeah, and the COO of Amber Alert—that's a company that uh -huh. pops up yeah. on your phone, you know—was uh, arrested on a bunch of counts of child pornography or child abuse. Yeah, that sounds right. So it's everywhere. They're all involved, and it's crazy. And you I just know, have to imagine that the more people we have, the more mutations there are going to be from what is uh, like stasis. Like if just like like uh, if you make all of the things in your brain line up like normal or whatever, not normal, but just as they come out, you're just a straight person that breeds. Right. With like people that look like you, the same age group. Right. And then like little shit goes wrong. And then people like, that look like you age wise and shit. Like, you know, like, what? Racism. Afoot. Okay, whatever. No, I'm just saying, like, it, it, like, 
Just yeah, biologically. Yeah, a person that is born who wants to have sex with the opposite gender of people their age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, okay. like, when you're 15, you should want to fuck other 15-year-olds. But, like, then there are, like, people, like, you know, when you get to be 18, that are still like, oh, like, 15-year-olds. And then there are 18-year-olds that are like, I only like 18-year-olds. And then up. And then and then there's, like, you see the guys that are, like, in their 60s that have, like, a wife in their 20s. That's still pedophilia. It's just, like, it's okay because. Diet pedophilia? Number, yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> like, uh, uh, it's, it's like, you know. It's not, though. Pedophilia is if they're under 18. Yeah, but it's super fucking creepy, and it's the same brand of fucked up. It's just okay because now they're an adult. But, like. Dude, if you're in your yeah. 60s and you are fucking an 18-year-old, you have something wrong in your brain that is just as wrong as someone that's 20 fucking a 6-year-old. Uh, no. It's just a different kind of wrong. No. It's just you're you're fucked up just in a different way. So like it but what I'm saying is like if you're 60, you should be attracted to a, like people in their uh, well maybe No not. one's attracted to 6-year-olds. Yeah, well no, there are people that are attracted to everything. No one's attracted to pit bulls. Wrong. You know? <laughs> I've met Eli. <laughs> he, they're cute, man. <laughs> He's a sexy little velvet hippo. You know? <laughs> but I just what I think is crazy is like, so of course, as there are more people, there are going to be more permutations of like what people are into. There's going to be more gay people now than there ever been before because there are more people, and like as different parts of like the sexuality spectrum are accepted and just become normal like I, I think like the average person doesn't give a shit if you're gay or not like that that's been my experience like no one gives a fuck if you're like there are still pockets of the world that want to murder the gays but like for the most part being gay it's now is better than it ever has been and it will continue to be that way but so like th as that happens like people are going to be more expressive and like there are people that try and put pedophilia into the lgbtqiaa plus thing where they're like, hey, we're minor attracted persons. And that's the craziest shit to me. Yeah, it's uh, it's gross and weird. Like, because there is some merit to the idea that that is your sexual preference. But if your sexual preference only comes from something that causes harm. And then there's the, the very interesting side of it. Like, you should probably kill him. If you're a 16-year-old boy and your 24-year-old teacher wants to suck your dick... Like, hell yeah, dude, you're fucking stoked about that and going to brag to all of your friends, right? So, yeah. But that's still a pedophile. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Shit's crazy, man. I don't have any answers. These are just crazy things to think about. So I, I also talked to a girl uh, who works in... Uh, child porn? The, the, the after part, like after they get in child oh, porn yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they get rescued. They do like counseling and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, she was saying that the... Uh, the thought process of the elites running these conspiratorial pedophile rings is harmful to her movement because the, for the most part, the sex trafficking is not correlated with uh, politics and uh, world leaders and stuff. Imagine it's it's just Which, a money uh, thing. Yeah. The more uh, difficult it is to acquire a good, the more that good has value. And if you can only buy children from the people that will sell you children, like children are pretty hard to buy. And if you want to buy them to fuck, that's even harder than just buying them to work and stuff. Like, there, cause there's people that like, just don't want to go through adoption agencies and just want to have a kid or buy a specific kind of kid. But like, if you need like a, a kid for fucking, like that's going to be expensive. So if you sell that thing, I mean, it's just like drugs. Like if you sell a thing that is very expensive, like you are going to have all of the related criminal activities with that. Yeah. And also most people selling crack in the, 
the 80s were uh, not government employees, but they did traffic it in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's just a domino you have to push down. You don't have to go and fucking nickel bag with the crack. Like, you just have to put a bunch of crack out there, and people will start selling it. Yeah, but also you could, uh... Also, I don't think fucking kids is that expensive, because uh, Epstein was paying them, like, a couple hundred bucks. The kids? Yeah. Each which, time? Yeah, which you could afford that's, way more than that. That's such a weird way to get allowance. <laughs> like, I, I had to rake leaves. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, whoa. Yeah, they he had, had to, to, like, Epstein bang. had to rape leaves. <laughs> Oh, man, poor Leaves. He was a good kid. But so but, you, you uh, keep following this rabbit hole, and it, it gets to a point where they murder the kids mm-hmm. and drink their blood for adrenochrome, mm-hmm. which I don't know about that. I've, I've researched yeah, adrenochrome. Adrenochrome is a drug that they made up for Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I don't know. I uh, It's possible. If it was out there, I would have smoked it. But it's like, well, according to Fear and Loathing, you got to have it from a fresh human. Uh, according to Fear and Loathing, it's just in a vial, and you take drops of it, and it looks very similar to LSD, but it lasts three days. Yeah, but then Johnny Depp's like, hey, for it to really work, you gotta get it from a fresh source. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so the, the <laughs> whole... The whole elite sacrificing children has, like, carried a theme throughout all of human history, and it's still going on today. And there's a lot of people that say they sacrifice these people to the gods or to another dimension... Or stuff like that. And I just, I can't wrap my head around that. It just doesn't seem plausible to me. Yeah, every time I've met the entities, they didn't seem like they'd want kids. Yeah. You know, like, they like every time it's always felt so, uh, like, all human concerns are very petty at that level. Yeah, like, we don't really care what's going on. Yeah, like, we're in a fucking spaceship flying through, like, brain space. Like, oh, yeah, you want to bring me kids? Like, God, they're going to yell and muck up the spaceship. (laughs) Like, we just, we're just trying to fly through the galaxy. So what I'm feeling right now is um, I think that they just sacrifice kids to prove that they have no emotions because emotionless sociopaths have the best potential to be political leaders. Yeah, of course. I, 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 don't, I don't think it get, gets much further than that in, in terms of lizard people and stuff. Yeah, I don't think that people are actually lizards. I, I think, think people, people that just have bigger lizard brain. I think people might actually be worms. Well, I know who we could ask about that. What do you think about doing the worm report? Casey Rocket. <laughs> there goes my hero. He's a fucking worm. <laughs> hey, worm freaks. Uh, I come to you on this special day that's also a very somber occasion. That's right. We all heard the news. Dr. Zachary Worm has passed away at age 92. <laughs> Uh, We all remember his famous thought experiments. Worm and mirror. Worm on bike. Uh, How big can worm get if if you put a, a, blow it up with air? How many worms can you throw to, on the football field? And we all know it was over 800. And yeah, he's dead and we'll all miss him. And speaking of worm research, there's something's been recently brought to my attention. Global worming. Are, 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 are worms getting hotter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. You see some of the stuff these worms are wearing now? Uh, short skirts and septum piercings. 
the worms got it going on these days. When I was a kid, worms were like you just see them on the sidewalk after it rained. <laughs> <laughs> and they dry up. Nothing hot about that. <laughs> but now, shoo daddy like and <laughs> dinner served and i want seconds i'd love to fuck some of these things <laughs> and speaking of science research it's a good point uh a study recently came out that says that while we sleep we ingest upwards of a dozen worms <laughs> uh which seems like a lot <laughs> but hell i don't know i didn't go to grad school or anything like i guess <laughs> I guess, like, if they're really small. They say uh, worms can be as small as a speck of dust. Uh, and, and at any given moment, worms are, I don't remember the exact, the research paper, but they're, they're like, in our bloodstream, too. It's like every time you cough, it's like Osmosis Jones. And it, you're spreading worms, and they're duplicating and replicating, and it's quite terrifying. And so if you ever wake up and you're feeling quite full, you might have eaten a whole plate of worm while you're resting. Just something to think about. And lastly, Wormman's Day is on the horizon. What to do if Krampus doesn't bring you a single worm? Uh, fucking slap him around a little bit. See? <laughs> I know he got some. Krampus, in addition to being Christmas demon, he's also king of worm. <laughs> Instead of reindeer, he have worm on sleigh, a sight to behold, and he only visits Baltimore. So, <laughs> you know what they say about Krampus? It's like, you'll know it if you see it. You'll know it. it's him. <laughs> I gotta take a phone call. Uh, just kidding. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> Happy worm. Happy worm. And we're back from the worm report. That was fucking amazing. It's, it's my favorite. I'm so glad that, like, the the tide has turned because, like, the first, like, live chat comments were like, what the fuck is happening right now? And now, like, uh, last week when we didn't think that the worm report was going to happen, people in the chat were like, no, you need to, like, record a bunch of them so that we never miss the worm report. Yeah. And worms also eat the bodies of sacrificed children. Way to bring it back again. Yep. Good, 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 good. We're going back into that hole. So you think people are lizards? No, I don't. Um, I was watching uh, David Icke, mm -hmm. who is this British guy. Do you know who he is? No. He's some British guy that uh, a lot of his stuff's really well thought out, and he seems like he knows what he's talking about, but then he gets into this crazy shit. More like David so, Icke. <laughs> so he was interviewing this woman named Arizona Wilder, mm -hmm. which there's only one thing by her on YouTube that I could find. Mm -hmm. It's a two-hour-long interview, mm -hmm. and she's saying how she was... She was uh, chosen specifically, like her birth was planned, mm -hmm. and because uh, she because of her bloodline. Okay. And the entire Holocaust was about preserving the Aryan race bloodline so that lizard people could drink their blood because they have the best adrenochrome content. Which, so just schizophrenia fueled by the internet. Could be true. Okay. It's. <laughs> If you're a crazy person, you have more information to fuel your derangement than ever before. You can just get on the internet and Google anything you want to be true. And if it's not, then Google is the bad guy. And you can just find out why that's bad and go on Duck, Duck, Go. You know, it's, there's... Yeah, but you can say that about anything. <laughs> yeah, but, like, there's a delineation between rational thought and irrational thought that they are not capable of. That's what the government wants you to think. 
Exactly. You're a schizophrenic person. So you think that you believing the government is more rational than me? Um, I wouldn't create the false dichotomy of either the government is lying or people are lizards. You know, like you got to pick one. Gun to your head. Actually, you don't have a gun to your head. Yeah, I know. Because it doesn't matter which one you pick. If the gun is to my head, the schizophrenic person holding it has all the power anyways. So I'm going to talk out of their fantasy. Yeah, of course lizards run the government. I can't say that. I'm being trapped. You know, there you go. Look, I'm out. So dumb. So dumb. Well, the reason I don't think that people are lizards is because there's no reptilian cave paintings. Well, and also... I mean, there's a few here and there. Evolution has never gone backwards. So we were fish... And then we were amphibians, and then we were reptiles, and then we were birds, and then we were mammals. Yeah, the reptiles could have diverged and became humanoid. But I don't think there's any yeah, reason for that to happen. we would have fucking middle monkeys, you know? Like, we got, we got all of the things from monkey to people. We got everything in between. We got all that shit. And then we got all the divergences of monkeys. Like, we got chimpanzees and shit. Where are the fucking... Or evolution's only responsible for a few uh, not very significant variations and were genetically altered by aliens. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. If you're schizophrenic and you want to disprove these things, then you can go and get in. Well, we don't know. Maybe aliens came down and made people because there's these big jumps in evolution. It makes more sense than evolution. Uh, all the monkeys going and eating mushrooms and getting smart makes no. just as much sense as aliens. Makes less sense. Uh, than aliens? Yeah. So to you, there is more of a likelihood that there is a hyper-intelligent, different species The Big Bang happened at the same time. So one of these planets developed in the same kind of Goldilocks zone, one of the thousands that there are that could have been like the Earth, where it can sustain life. Way more than thousands. Yeah, yeah. So there's all these other planets that are in the Goldilocks zones that could sustain life. One of them has, in the same period of time that we've existed and come to this point in our humanity, they have so far surpassed us that they've created the ability to hyper-travel, and to download information in such a way that there's no traces of the information other than the rapid advancement of those that have been given the information. that You're saying that that is more likely to have been the cause of human evolution jumping really fast? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's just as, as long as you are, like, if that's the thing you want to go with, that's cool. But that's, like, the same as, like, I mean, Charles I Darwin the is the son guy. Of God came down and then died on the cross for my sins. So now, if I want to get eternal life afterwards, what probably should happen is I should follow his teachings. Yeah, that seems irrational to me. Yeah, so does the alien shit. No. They're both retarded. No, the aliens thing seems plausible. What if Jesus was an alien? Mm, and that's how. Then he wouldn't it. have gotten killed and he wouldn't have looked like. Most a... famous person in history. Most yeah. impactful human to ever live or exist. Yeah, in this timeline. Yeah. The So I have this thought pretty frequently about, like, the scale of infinity and that there's, like, the idea that if there is truly an infinite universe, then every timeline has happened and every variation of it. So, like, I think, like, you know, at some point, like, I've been... Well, is happening now. Yeah, is happening. They're all happening. But, like, you know, when I'm driving down the highway, like, there's a bunch of timelines where, like, a plane crashed on me here and here and here and here and here. Like, there's just, like, it's so... That's so much to think about. Yeah. Too much like, for a tiny little there's a timeline where, like, the three of us all started fucking and then shot each other. <laughs> 
Like that no, happened. That's, that's real. That's this timeline. Nope. It's going to be in a couple weeks. God damn it. <laughs> I'll make it come true. The Giggle Boys is ending? We said that was our last episode. So we're going to fuck. <laughs> yeah, more than a couple weeks. So David Icke's interviewing this woman who says she was bred for her David genetics. Dyke. Right. And, <laughs> and <laughs> she like says that... David Duke? All right. She says that her... The menstrual blood of someone with these genetics is called Starfire and was drank for powers. And there's a bunch of articles on Starfire. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Also by schizophrenic people, maybe. Um, then she was like programmed with electroshocks to the brain. She was made to eat her own piss and feces. And um, her handler was Dr. Also, she stayed with Jason Rouse. <laughs> her her handler was Dr. Mangley from Ooh. the Holocaust. Dangly Mangley. And uh, he went by Dr. Green, and he was living in California. Ooh. And they would go out around to all these rituals. And uh, honestly, the big question for me is, why didn't they kill her and drink her blood? The big question for me is, uh, if they're so incredibly powerful, why is that video still up on YouTube? <laughs> like, why is that information available? Why isn't she just dead? She's probably dead. This is this video is from the '80s. Yeah, but you can see it now. That means a video from the '80s made it to a. No, it keeps getting re-uploaded. Yeah, the first one got deleted. This is the only one. It's probably going to get deleted. Good. Probably after this episode. Good. Get it while you can. Yeah. Or don't. It's. And then she says she's witnessed like Ronald Reagan and uh, Dude, a bunch the... of other people like visibly shape shift, and then she starts describing that they they have like they're like beige lizards with they're like eight feet tall. And they have these big fangs, and um, yeah, she's a she's just in in incapable of telling reality from fiction. Is your and reality so narrowed down by the media that you can't imagine that this might be true? It's not narrowed down by the media. You say this like there's some sinister plot by the media to influence my thoughts. That there totally is. This he, has been proven over dude, and over again. Occam's Razor. Like, it is way more likely that people are fucking people than eight-foot-tall beige lizards. Yes, it is more That's likely. insane to think of. And it is insane. It's also insane to think there's a giant pedo sex trafficking ring in the White House. But that's happening. I don't think that it's in the White House, though. I think that... Epstein, Epstein went to the White House. Yeah. 17 times. I get that. But he wasn't bringing kids with him. They weren't, like, in duffel bags, like, uh, Little Caesars Hot and Reddies. You don't know that. Here's my, you know, $5 box for you children. Here's you your allowance that. for fucking Bill. Like, why was Bill Clinton fucking Monica Lewinsky if he had all of these kids at his disposal? Well, he was fucking everyone. I, it's just, to me, it, it seems way more likely that Jeffrey Epstein has the child sex trafficking ring. There are some people at that level that fuck children. And through his leverage over giving them children to fuck, he gained political power and wanted to use it to influence his life to become more powerful. Totally agree. And then when he got caught and was about to go to jail for it, rather than watch his life slip away and lose all of these dreams and have to accept that as a narcissist he wasn't actually God, he just killed himself. You think he killed himself? It, it, uh, no, zero chance he killed himself. Okay. I'm positive he was murdered. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, there's... there's. You really think he killed himself? I don't know. I have no idea. I think it's probably he didn't, but maybe he did. And like, Occam's Razor says he got murdered. It doesn't, though. It's way easier for him to get murdered than kill himself in a maximum security prison with a bed sheet. But, but 
like all of the other things that went wrong and all of the people that weren't watching him, he's on suicide watch. He should have, he was in a room where he's not supposed to be able to kill himself and then they just don't watch him for a little while. Yeah, that wasn't an accident. Yeah, exactly. Like they let him kill himself or they killed him. But regardless, like he was not making it out to trial alive with the information that he knew because he has so many people that he had dirt on that he used to gain power. Yeah, and they killed him. So, but to me, like, none of that is all that crazy or far-fetched. Like, none of that is like, whoa, that's insane. I can't believe that happened. But well, that's people retarded. are lizards that are eight feet tall. That's insane. They're drinking menstrual blood of Aryans who are, look at all the fucking, look at all of the Hitler people. Look at them. They're ugly as shit. There's nothing desirable Have about you their genetics. met someone from Scandinavia? Yeah, that's... They're gorgeous. That, there's the Scandinavian people, but look at the Germans. Look at the fucking... The Aryan... Look at all of the people that rep the fucking pure blood and the three percenters and all that shit. I don't like, know any. This, they're so ugly. All of the Nazis are ugly as shit. Well, the American neo-Nazis. But the... Oh, they're not really Nazis. Look at pictures. Hitler's not a good-looking dude. Yeah, because he was a fucking reptile. <laughs> like, like, just like... The, like, the only reason that any Nazi was attractive is because Hugo Boss looks good as shit. <laughs> it, has, it has nothing to do with, like, you can put my fat ass in a suit and I'm going to look pretty fucking good. It's the same thing. Like, there's no one looking at my genetics like, yes, I want them. Like, that's crazy. So, like, to think that it's even feasible that there would be this generations-long ploy to keep a specific bloodline because it made a better version of adrenochrome like, they have so much money and so much science, there has to be a synthetic way to create adrenochrome. We can Free-range cow adrenochrome. We should start a business. We can make everything in a lab. We can make meat out of cells that taste just like a fucking cow. I agree. It, we can make adrenochrome. There's yeah. no way that, like, they have to kill kids for it. I agree. So, yeah, there's probably not eight-foot-tall lizard people. That's insane. Probably not. Hitler probably but maybe. didn't make it to Argentina. You know, like I, I like the, uh, I'm uh, pretty sure he did. The skull they found was a woman's. Really? Yeah. You're going with phrenology. Yeah. Okay. That's that's all right. Do you see Django Unchained? Yeah. Yeah. You remember when they were doing all that skull examination? No. Yeah. It's dumb. They did extract the DNA from three thousand year old baby sacrifices. Do you remember? who the comedian is that has the joke about Holocaust deniers and how stupid it is for Nazis to deny the Holocaust because it's like you would be like pissing Hitler off so bad. Like, <laughs> no, you didn't No, I haven't that. heard that. It's such a good fucking joke and I heard it somewhere and I, I can't remember who it is and they're fucking hilarious. But it's it's such a funny, it, not only is it a funny joke, but it's so true. Like, that's so hilarious that fucking Holocaust deniers, would, would like Hitler would be so mad at them. Like, I remember Louis C.K.'s joke about 9-11 deniers. And he thought there was nine, his daughter thought there was nine people that denied that the number 11 existed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you meant 9-11 deniers. Dude, I just, like. <laughs> I saw this meme the other day. It was like, the real story about the Twin Towers. And it had three of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, there's, it's so interesting because there is like a bunch of unanswered shit and weird things that the government does and like so much proof that like at every level the government has lied, deceived, and done things for the benefits of people in power that hurt the citizens. Like, you know, all of the MK Ultra, Paperclip, Northwood, 
the list, it's on Wikipedia of just ways that we've been fucked with that are now declassified and things that you can find out about, that it's not too far-fetched to think that some of these things could have happened. and that the Well, one of them is that the fact there's UFO sightings on a daily basis. So, but also, like, you know, I, I'm smarter than most people. Like, you, you, you can go and give me tests, and you can give those tests to the rest of the population, and my scores are going to be pretty much top of the board. You know, like, I'm, I'm a smart dude. I see a lot of shit that I can't explain. I got pretty bad vision. Like, I don't know, like some shit flies by in the sky. So you think... I think a lot of people are really fucking dumb and see planes and satellites and shooting stars and fucking light in the sky. You think all of the government officers flying planes that see UFOs are all mistaken? No, I don't think all of them. I think it's just like a lot... Like, there's there's definitely some shit out there that's unexplained. And like the government even like declassified that they saw aliens for sure. No, all that just f- UFOs. That same thing. I, I put them in the same boat. I'm retarded. But uh, <laughs> I know I just said how smart I am, but I'm retarded. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the UFOs, like, the one guy that's the pilot, and he sees the thing move really fast next to him and then do a bunch of shit that he couldn't do in his plane, like, and he knows that because he's been flying for... And there's no, like, heat sensor? Yeah, 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 all that shit. That's crazy. I want to know more about that. We're not going to get to. We might. Maybe. There's a good chance we will. I, that's That was why I was excited for Donald Trump. When, like, it started seeing like he was really going to be president, I was like, oh, daddy's going to tell us everything. <laughs> like, this guy is a wild cannon. Like, all of the shit. Like, that's, I first got really excited because. A wild like, cannon? Yeah, yeah, loose cannon, whatever. Wild he's card, a, loose cannon. Yeah, he's a wild cannon. <laughs> he's a loose card, you know? But, uh, <laughs> he, I just thought, like, oh, this guy's going to go in there and fuck shit up. And, like, he's a business con man. And then he just did business con man stuff. He's like, <laughs> how can I make so much money from being president? And then yeah. he did. And it's like, okay, yeah, that, of course that happened. But why didn't you get secrets to sell? My biggest uh, criticism of Trump was that he was elected on the notion that he was a good businessman, and he wasn't. He just got bailed out by his dad a bunch. Yeah, he was never a good businessman, but he was the most important part of being an American businessman, which was having people think you're a good businessman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, was, he was the first person to, like, really brand himself. Yeah, he, dude, The Apprentice? The Trump name on everything. And, yeah. And uh, he would have articles written about him, and he's like, you can say whatever you want, just say that I'm a billionaire. Yeah. It's genius. It's... I don't know about genius, but it's clever. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's just... it To have the audacity to do that... So, I when I got really into the... Uh, also, all the people that were like, oh, the government's fucking kids, and Trump's here to save them. Trump was in on that shit, too. Yeah, of He course. was friends with Epstein's for a long time. He was probably trying to get money from them. Trump was like, oh, if I'm associated with these kid fuckers, I'll be famous more. That's that's my Trump act. <laughs> it's that's it's different. It's it's kind of Ron Jeremy, basically. <laughs> Donald Trump. They're both New Yorkers, right? I'm a fucking Trump guy. <laughs> Saying Trump things. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I so I got into like all of the entrepreneurial self help, millionaire grind set, Gary V bullshit, Tim Ferriss. Just religiously listen to Tim Ferriss when 40-hour work week was, and the 40-hour sh- uh, chef or well, all that shit got really into it. And one of the things that he proposes as a challenge when you're trying to, like, get out of these, like, societal conditioning is to go into a coffee shop and ask for a discount and give no reason why. Just be like, hey, can I have a discount on this? And just ask for it. And he's like, it's amazing because I coach CEOs that make these huge, crazy decisions and they won't do it. And it's like, 
yeah, because I feel bad. Like I, I don't want to ask, but like at the same time, like who's it hurting? Like them giving me a discount doesn't really make any difference. So logically, it should be fine to do that. Why does it still make me so uncomfortable though? You well, it is hurting them. You're they're getting less money. Yeah, I guess. And also, you're making them kind of uncomfortable for like three seconds. I think that's the thing is that like I don't want to make them uncomfortable because enough people make them uncomfortable that I just want to be an easy interaction. Like at every restaurant and stuff, I hate when people say yeah instead of yes when you're talking to your server. Like, hey, would you like this? Yeah. I don't know. Just really. Yes. Just say a word nicer. Like just, you know, they have a lot of people that they have to deal with. And most people nope. are assholes. And uh, no, thank you. Nope is an asshole way to say no. Yeah, for sure. If someone asks you a question and you can say yes or no, yes, Dimitri, please, no, thank you. Dimitri Martin has a good joke about that. The sex joke? Uh, nope. No, just about saying nope. He's like, like you'd never hear someone say, unfortunately, nope. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. He's very funny. Yeah, his his whole comedy style is just like exploring etymology and like language pretty much and just mm -hmm. playing with words. Mm -hmm. And I like that a lot. It's very autistic. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like train facts, but words. <laughs> so you were on Secret Show for the first time. I did. I did it. I was on it. That's I, huge. Yeah. That's So Secret Show is like the biggest uh, comedy show maybe in the country because it's ran by uh, Hinchcliffe and Red Band. And, um, it's run by Red Band, but Hinchcliffe is on it all the time. That, that's true. Uh, yeah. And right. um, But it was a, it's always been the prize for crushing on Kill Tony, too. It used to be the Death Squad Secret Shows were at the Ice House in Pasadena. And they were like a big deal, sold out Sunday show or whatever. But if you crushed at Kill Tony at the store, then Red Band would invite you to do the secret show. And that was like a huge fucking deal to get passed from Kill Tony to do secret show. So I wanted to do it forever. And now that it's here, it's every Thursday and the lineups are fucking insane. I mean, everybody big that comes to town does it. It's like uh, Maddie Clifton, or no, I'm sorry, Maddie Smith uh, that was here last night. Uh, she was on Wild and Out, and she, I mean, she's a super funny comic. She was headlining the creek. She came through and did Secret Show, you know. So it's you know, if you're a big person, you do it. And I got to. How it, was it? It was pretty good. You were there, and then you weren't. And then I came back. Yeah. And then I left again. Yep. But uh, yep. <laughs> I don't know. It was. Uh, I was pretty nervous for it. Like, you know, I get nervous before all my big shows. Yeah. And the thing about Secret Show is that it's long. And I was going last. Yeah, so you just have to wait through that whole fucking thing. And the other thing was, uh, Brittany, a while back, had bought us tickets to go see Burt Kreischer. And so me and her were supposed to go see him, and then it got rescheduled, and so it was yesterday. And the show was at 9.30. So it was like, if I go see Burt Kreischer, I might get out in time to like haul ass back over and make my spot at Secret Show, or I might leave early, or like, what if they put my phone in the pouch? So there's all the anxiety of, do I go to the show, do I not? worried about that and then I was like alright I'm not going to go to the show I feel bad for wasting these tickets it was Dean Stanfield's birthday so I was like here Dean you go to the show uh, take a friend have fun uh, and then I was just down at Vulcan for the entire fucking show just like and watching everybody go and do really good and it was just like oh man so, how, how full was the room when you went up uh, there were probably a total of a hundred people left between upstairs and down um, the, like, there's, front tables were mostly full, but that, like, second row was maybe 30% full, the back wall was pretty full, and then the horseshoe upstairs was, a bunch of comics were still there, and then, uh, all the GOG guys and some of their friends were out, so, I mean, it, it, I was nervous about it, 
Tony Casillas gave me some really great advice. Uh, he was like, you know, they're going to be tired, but you're a really good comic, so you're used to getting big laughs on jokes. So don't, you know, panic when they don't give you the laughs that you think the joke deserves. Uh, like, just know that they're tired because they've been laughing for three hours. So just stick to the course, do your jokes. Don't don't get like flustered by that. And I did. I went out there, and my opening joke was just a throwaway line that I thought of that night. That, like, look how many different flavors of white guy there are. Um, and it, it just got, like, kind of uh, laughs. And I was like, ah, fuck, all right, I got I to gotta work them, you know. And then I, I turned up the energy, and I did uh, cocaine jokes because they're tired, and it's relatable, and uh, that got them good. And then I, I was just dirty and obscene with the jokes that I do, and, and milked it. And, it. and it was a good set. I got some good pops. Uh, I was happy with it. And at the end, they cheered very, very loudly. So, Yeah, you've been absolutely crushing it in uh, every area of comedy. Dude, I finally had a tweet blow up. Yeah. It's never happened because I feel like my Twitter is so underrated. Like, yeah. I, I had a great joke. Uh, Occam's Razor is the simplest way to kill yourself. <laughs> like, I like that one. That's such a good tweet. And everybody on Twitter wants to kill themselves. Like, why didn't that go viral? And it gets three likes, you know? <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, like, I had a tweet that uh, I had a tweet like a week ago. My new apartment, I love it. Uh, it's not in a great area, but they've used the ancient technique of being on top of a big fucking hill to keep all the homeless people away. Because it is. It's not a great area. It's over off Riverside. But we're on top of this big fucking hill, and none of these cart people want to push their cart up the hill to bother us. So it's nice. But that got 10 likes, and I was like, yeah, crushed it. And then I tweeted that the Omicron variant just showed up in L.A., and it already said it's moving to Austin. And it, right now it's at 3,000 likes, like Whoa. 400 retweets. And then I posted the picture of it on Instagram, the picture of the tweet, and that's got 750 likes. It's been shared like 3,000 times. Overheard Austin and When, Where, What Austin that have like a combined 250,000 followers posted it. Like some of your friends reposted yeah. it. It got so popular that uh, people at Britney's work were like, hey, isn't this your husband? <laughs> and it's like, that was super cool. And then last night I got to Vulcan and I was standing on that top patio and I was uh, talking to Tony Hinchcliffe and saying hi. I was like, hey, man, how's your day going? And he was like, well, it was going pretty good until people started sending me pictures of your tweet as something that was funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, people said it. To That's pretty cool. That's cool. You know, like what a what a crazy feeling. Uh, and then, uh, you know, to have that like blow up and then get to do Secret Show on the same day, it was like even if I bomb, like, you know, I'm have like 65 notifications to bring my dopamine levels back up, right? But it's crazy how much a viral tweet can make you feel happy. It does, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I wish everybody could go viral. Metaverse mostly too. just me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, but then, like, you know, I so I have one picture of a fucking tweet that gets 700 likes on on Instagram. I'm like, man, that's really cool. But it also, like, you know, my normal posts, I get 160, 170 likes. And it's like, man, that's really cool. It hits 200. I'm like, man, that's fucking great. And then I see, like, headliners that are verified people that post dumb shit. They get 20,000 likes. And you're like, man, I can't imagine what that feels like. Just to post anything and it go essentially more viral than I ever have. You're probably just, like, scrolling through the replies like, wow, a lot of retards love me. Yeah, sounds awesome. <laughs> I want to be king of them. King I of want the, to be king of the retards. King of the retards. Dude, I love retarded people. 
I want them to make a, a resurgence in society. Like, I think it's fucked up that we don't see them as much anymore. Yeah, because we used to see them all the time because we were in school with them, and then they Yeah, man, they Circle of Friends away. fucking ruled. That was the name of our club where you got to go hang out with all the special ed kids. Because they weren't all retarded. Like, some of them were just different kinds. Well, I don't know the words. Mine was just called school. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, uh, some of ours were, like, had Down syndrome or were mentally retarded. But they were, it was all different kinds of flavors of just special people. But they're all nice and carefree. And they had, like, this unique thing where they could do or say anything. And not only did they not get in trouble, but you didn't want them to get in trouble. Because you were just like, yeah, they're not doing it on purpose. It's just hilarious how fucking awful they are. In fifth grade, this guy, uh, this kid with Down syndrome... Uh, shit in his hand and smeared it all over the wall in the bathroom. Uh-huh. Hilarious. That's the whole story. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, good job, dude. That's hilarious. Why is but that? you could also be like, hey, man, you got to clean that up. <laughs> and then let him get most of it off, and then you clean it like an adult. Yeah, teach him a little responsibility. Yeah. Hey, man, if you smear shit on the wall, you got to clean it off. Why is that, like, the main, like, end of the, that's like the bottom of the rabbit hole of insanity is smearing your shit on the wall. Because it's just such a dumb thing to do. Like, it just, it serves no purpose. Or it's genius. No. It, it's it's like the... If you want to make a painting, and you don't have anything but a wall and some food, congrats. you work with what you got. You just figured out solitary confinement. You know? Like, <laughs> awesome. Uh, dude, do you think about uh, often how, how bad solitary would be? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I don't know why I think about it so much. I think I'd get really into meditating. I think that I would go insane and kill myself pretty quickly. But yeah, uh, I would probably hang myself with a bed sheet. But <laughs> you <laughs> couldn't. Actually, you might be able to because you're so heavy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like where yeah. there's a will, there's a way. I don't think the <laughs> where there's no will to live, there's a way. You know. <laughs> uh, I um. Oh, I don't know. My uh, my rap career has been going pretty well. Yeah, man, Brody Lowballer's blowing up. Tony Hinchcliffe also was a fan of it. Yeah, man, that was that was cool. It's... And then I sent him one of my songs. He's like, "That was great." Yeah, dude, he's uh, as much shit as he's gotten. Like, he's actually a really cool dude. Yeah. Like, all of my interactions with him have been positive. Uh, in Austin, you know, and like even oh, dude, the funniest thing ever. So one time at the comedy store, I brought an ounce jar of Keef to the store and I went back with a couple of comic friends to the back patio and was smoking weed and Tony happened to be there and he, I was like hey I'm gonna load a bowl with Keith for everyone just let him know and I load the bowl with Keith and it's just like a pyramid on top of this bowl and I pass it around and then 30 minutes later everyone is just like fucking just wrecked super high and then Tony's like what the fuck man why would you get everyone that high and I'm like oh no I made Tony mad you know like I felt so bad and then the next time I saw him at the comedy store, he goes, oh, Kiefer Sutherland. And it says that and walks away. So I'm at Latchkey the other night, and we're drinking, and I'm like, hey, Tony, do you remember that time at the store you called me Kiefer Sutherland? And he was like, no, that didn't happen. Was this a dream? Oh, yeah, I was at the comedy store, and Tony Hinchcliffe called me Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it happened. Did you wake up right after? <laughs> and I was like, no, man, it definitely happened. And he's like... I don't think so. And I was like, no, no, the Keef on the ball. And he goes, I could do better than that. <laughs> I was like, you didn't, though. You called me Keefer Sutherland. <laughs> it's been something I held on to. What I love about Tony is he's fucking hilarious, but he's he's not above the silly little puns and wordplay. Mm -hmm. And he'll be like, 
Someone will be like, that's a stretch, but it's like, I'm trying it. Yeah. Fuck it. And I, I love that. He's, uh, you know, he's, it's just interesting to see, uh, you know, how well he's done and, uh, you know, like his career trajectory and everything is very cool. It's very interesting to watch. He's kind of like the, the grandfather of comedy in Austin right now. I know, but he's not old. Cause he, okay, he's the he, father. Even though he's 40, he looks, you know, young and doesn't, like, strike me as an old person. He wears crazy shit. I love that he's just gone full cowboy. Yeah. In Austin. It's just like, that's awesome, man. What a cool move. Yeah, he's looking like a, like a Connor Stevens uh, marionette. I love Connor <laughs> Stevens. Dude, Connor Stevens just booked uh, The White Horse. Fuck yeah. Which is a huge deal in the country music world to get that far. Uh, have you been to The White Horse? Yeah. That's a fun time. But I think he's there uh, January 12th and 26th. They are both Wednesdays in January. But nice. come, come support the homie. I'm on Sunset the 22nd and 23rd of Ooh, January. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah, two back-to-backers. That's going to be fun. That's such a fun room. My favorite. My favorite yeah. room in Austin. Absolutely. I, like, I've never done okay there even. Every every time I've performed, it's been great. Yeah, it's so validating. Just to have 250 people just, ha-ha. Is that how many people are in there? Maybe. I don't know, something like that. I, it's, I don't know how to count the size of a room. I don't either. I feel like I know what a size of a room is, and then I, I, don't, I don't know anything. <laughs> like, there's at least 65 people in here right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're schizophrenic. <laughs> Me, myself, and I, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 63 personalities in us. Dude, that was one, one of the things in L.A. that I loved about the open mic scene is that it was so huge that there were these, like, fringe comedians that were just people that were mentally unwell that just, <laughs> just came to air their grievances with society at a microphone. And there was one lady who w- went to the open mics, and she was like, I'm schizophrenic, and all of these fucking weird-ass liberals identifying as they is really fucking me up. Like, <laughs> you can't be one person and be a they. They told me that means I'm off my medicine. <laughs> and, and it's just like, that's the best joke ever. And... <laughs> you know, she's probably going to die in the streets. <laughs> she's like, damn. You, you remember that guy that dressed up like a chicken? <laughs> Man, there's... He would just go up there and be like... <laughs> Do you remember goat versus fish? Yeah. What a crazy thing. I, do, I still don't get it. I, no one does. He would go up there in a toga and he'd be like, in the no, beginning, there he, was goat and he, fish. He wore a, like a king's robe and a crown that had goats and fish on it. And he just told this whimsical tale of goat versus fish and created this whole universe. And it's some kind of weird alt comedy. I don't just, understand it. I don't either. It's and awesome. And I've tried to ask him. Yeah. And he's he a cool does, guy, too. Yeah. He, he's never broken character for me. <laughs> he's never been anything but goat versus fish. One time, he came up to me with a book, and he was like, would you sing a goat versus fish classic Christmas carol with me? And then he did the, like, uh, 12 Days of Christmas, but it was 12 Days of Goat versus Fish. <laughs> and all 12 of them were... Eight goat versus fish, nine goat versus fish, six goat versus fish. Like it was all goat versus fish. And we, he sang the entire song with me on the patio of the comedy store. And I did like the first six numbers. Then I was like, all right, stop singing near me. Like, what's, why are we? St- I got the joke after two goat versus fish. Like, what the fuck? And you, I don't get any, like, Casey is the closest that you get to any of that, like, taste of insanity. But his is still, like, I get it. I love it. It's funny. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, he's insane, but he's hilarious. He, I love it. So, dude, last night, my favorite thing in the world is getting to watch <sighs> Casey do comedy to a big room because there's always the same situation where there's someone in the group of friends who doesn't get it, 
and doesn't understand why all of their friends love it so much. And they're like, what is happening? Am, am I being gaslit? Like, what's, <laughs> this is clearly not funny. He's saying random words that mean nothing, and everyone around me is losing their mind. <laughs> Last night, there was a couple sitting down in those tables in the front of Vulcan, and Casey's crushing, just ripping the roof off. Everyone is laughing, and there's a couple, and the guy is bent over. Like, he's bent in half laughing, and his girlfriend is, like, upset with him that he's liking these jokes. And she's like, what are you What are you doing? Why are you laughing at this? And they get into a fight and leave after <laughs> his set because this guy loved Casey so much. And it was like, what is happening? It's so fun to watch. I can see that from, like, an Eddie Murphy-type set where he's like, yo, man's cheating on you. But, like, Casey Rocket being the one to start a, a drive-home argument I know. is hilarious. Yeah. Like, it... Oh, man. I, I would love to see the behind the scenes on that. Same. Hey, let's go to a clip of uh, Brody Lowballer rapping with Bobby Flacco on stage. Oh, dude, that sounds awesome. Can you show it to me? Hey, Brody, Brody, get in. Brody Lowballer. It's a fucking where you at? Bob, where you at, though? Set shot, then I the vibe. Bro, come with me, Brody. Bob, come with me, Yes, sir. 
Shit's dope. Yeah, YouTube. You can watch Instagram. It. Yep. Uh, TikTok, but no one follows that. Yeah, I don't. You no, know, I mean, go on TikTok, I guess, but it's the most useless platform. I've, I've, been, I've gotten, like, less than 100 views on everything I posted. Yeah. But Instagram Reels have been getting, like, over 1,000 within the first, like, 10 minutes of every yeah. post. Have you done like any YouTube Shorts with it? Yeah, but uh, YouTube Shorts are not getting any views either. Yeah, it's a dumb platform. Yeah, I, YouTube makes me everything. so mad. It's so it's fucked, but... Yeah, I mean, it, because to me, like, so you're good at music. I hear rappers that are popular and have more downloads and listens than you that are less technically skilled, that have not as good of beats, and they're blowing up. So it's like, to me, it would make sense for an algorithm to favor things that are better. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, it may, you're still new. I had a dream that I got into the algorithm and I was on playlists and, like, you click my thing and you can go to radio and stuff. And then I woke up and I, I, that wasn't true. And then it was a bummer and you're like, oh. Well, maybe you were just in the future. Yeah. That's pretty cool to think about. Sometimes dreams are the future. I hope not. I yeah, had some same. pretty fucked up dreams. Yeah, I got raped by a crab. Really? No, but that'd be crazy, you know? <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I like that you're doing rap because it's a good outlet for you, and a lot of the joke lines that you use in your rap are very funny. You can see, like, your comedic style coming out in that. It's, it's just a funnier too short. Like, I never thought Too Short was funny. He's just, like, grossly misogynistic. And then, like, the same way that, like, I don't think George Carlin is funny, but Louis C.K. is hilarious. Like, Carlin influenced Louis. I wouldn't have Louis jokes if we didn't have Carlin. So, like, I wouldn't have Brody Lowballer if I didn't have Too Short. Yeah. I don't have to like Too Short. But uh, I didn't mean to compliment you by shitting on your favorite rapper. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Too Short sucks. Brody Lowballer rules. That's my opinion. Listen, if I'm the one getting complimented... Is it low baller or low balla? Hard R? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's your Brody low baller? Yeah. Wow. That's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really think about it. <laughs> I just thought of it, so that's pretty good. Oh, man. You want to go to our ad read real quick? Yeah. Hey, let's do that. This holiday season, the best deal. Oh, God. Nope. We got to start <laughs> over. It exited out. Pretend that, the man, that, I'm sorry. Everybody, why 
What did do that? All right, there it is. Sorry, everyone. Uh, we'll start over. All right. This holiday season, the best deal on wireless can only be found at Mint Mobile. Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile and buy any three-month plan, you'll get another three months for free. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton, with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. I've been using Mint Mobile long before the holiday deal, and I have to say it's the perfect time to switch. Uh, I'm saving you know, like 140 bucks a month. Is that a new ad read? Yeah. Three months for you with three months? Yeah. Isn't that That's insane? That's a crazy deal. That's such a good deal. Because, I, I mean, like, three months are 15 bucks, so you spend 45 bucks, and you get six months of phone service. Yeah, and you could either uh, transfer over your existing number and not pay your phone bill, or you could just add it on, and then you have extra data to use if you're uh... a data fiend. Yeah. Well, if or if you're, you're just... I was going to say, if you're traveling a lot, you can't connect to home Wi-Fi. Yeah, and, and if you, like... You know, are just trying to save money, and your phone bill is too high. Like, fifteen bucks a month, you're going to save from any other plan. It's literally the cheapest wireless service out there. How do we get that deal? Uh, Mint Mobile's best offer of the year is here for a limited time. Buy any three-month plan and get three more months free by going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail. Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. With Mint Mobile, choose the amount of monthly data that's right for you and stop for pay, stop paying for data that you never use. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. For a limited time, buy any three-month Mint Mobile plan and get three more months free by going to mintmobile.com giggle. That's mintmobile.com giggle. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com. Mintmobile.com slash giggle. Mintmobile.com slash giggle, you say? Mintmobile.com slash giggle. That's easy to remember. It is. It's mintmobile.com slash giggle. Get some data. Get it. Now. Data? I just met her. Well, so now, much better than yours. Great. Now Made sense. Cheetza Nitsa, I just data. <laughs> Needs work. Meta. I just, <laughs> meta. I Metaverse. Just, oh, God. We're going down our thing, man. I just metaverse. <laughs> I think we got to cut the camera. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta, Are we at an hour yet? Yeah. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Two pieces? So I, for my entire life, said Reese's Pieces because it's more fun to say. But pieces isn't a word. It's Reese's Pieces. Reese's Feces. It's, it, they're Reese's. They're always Reese's. The The cups are Reese's, not Reese's. And it, because pieces is not a word. Yeah fucking upsetting but you're smarter than most people right obviously <laughs> but i call those little things you color with crayons dude sugar is just being peddled down our throats by the government to keep us fat and sick uh no because i'm a lizard and i'm immune to sugar so <laughs> i'm eight feet tall and well beige. you are aryan let me drink your blood Just like My a, gut reaction was no, and then I had to think of why it was no. I was like, I don't really have a good reason to stop you from drinking my blood. If there's any doctors watching this. Yeah, can Eli drink my blood? Or paramedics. <laughs> yeah, whatever. If you know, if you've just been on Google more than us, <laughs> tell us. Tell us. Is there any dangers to drinking someone else's blood? Oh, this is going to be weird. I'm not drinking your blood. I don't want to do that. This isn't a trade-off. Okay, you can just have some of mine. Ugh. If I found out that it would actually do something, I'd do it. So, like a shot. I'll take a shot. The there was, <laughs> uh, I think it's in the Guinness Book of World Records, but they talk about they like on some of the pages they always give you like fun facts. 
But one of the fun facts is that blood is like one of the healthiest things you can eat, just based on like the mineral content of it. Jews aren't allowed to drink blood. Well, then why do the moils keep sucking on those little baby foreskins? <laughs> God's gonna make your dad so mad. Did you? Did we talk about the article you sent me? What article did I send you? Six babies got herpes. Oh, it's. I, I mean, I just googled it. I don't even know if it's true. It's probably like Daily Mail or something. I think we talked about this on the last episode. Okay. Um, so uh, oh, I wanted to say. So a, a lot of oh. my stuff about all this crazy shit that could be going on is um, my whole thing is I'm just curious. I just want to know. I don't have to do anything with the information. I just want to know it. So you're just Tarzan. What? I want to know. Can you show me? Tarzan sings? That's from the movie Tarzan. That's Dude, a Phil I, Collins song. I thought he couldn't sing. I want to know about these strangers like me. Okay. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, Phil and Collins then, rules. And then you're like, what's the point? We can't do anything about it. I, I don't think the point needs to always be to do th something about it. Sometimes it's just interesting, just learning. Knowledge is power. I want all the knowledge. I want to know everything. Knowledge is power when it's useful knowledge. But like... Well, all knowledge is useless until there's a time to use it. I really hope that there is a, like, who wants to be a millionaire style game show about conspiracy theories. And it's like, who really controls the world? And you're like, Bilderberg Group. <laughs> and they're like, you win. What yeah. do you win? 600 social credits. That'd be cool. <laughs> there was a woman on Dr. Phil. Uh, this is on YouTube. <laughs> mm -hmm. And her daughter was kidnapped and murdered. Uh -huh. And she was like, I think that my daughter was kidnapped by an elite group of uh, pedophiles that... I don't think she's a And pedophile. Dr. Phil was like, well, listen, that's the plot of Taken. <laughs> Is it? Basically. I thought it was just trafficking. Yeah, same thing. Uh, yeah, but there's like, with the cult aspect is... See, like, I can understand the if there's sick people that want to... Yeah, what are you going to say here? This is a fun hole to watch you dig yourself out of. <laughs> I can understand. If there's sick people that want to rape kids, they got to find a fix. <laughs> I can, I mean, I can see, you know, there's world leaders that want to just kill a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. But I just, the whole, like, religion thing doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't get suicide bombers because they're doing it for God. If they were going to suicide bombers, they're like, fuck people and fuck me. But you have I, I get that. That makes sense to me. to... A religious thought, uh, like a religious is a word, not a religious, but like you have been introduced to questioning of religion. That is a central part of like American culture is individualism and questioning authority. That's, that's I think that's just being a human. No, it's the every culture is different. Every every group of people is different. Like uh, Alex Jones talks about it, about how like Chinese people are easier to program, but there is uh, an authoritarian nature to the Chinese government that has been there for generations that has created a higher rate of obedience among its citizens. Like that's just a thing. We on the other hand are a country that started with a big fuck you like we want to do we want to keep our money and our slaves like you can't tell us what to do church of england so fuck you we're going to start our own country and that's been at the genesis of every major american political movement is fuck you i won't do what you tell me so also a handful of us presidents have royal blood from england yeah yeah so, so, um, rich people stay rich that that's been going around forever but what i'm saying is like if you grew up in america and even if you are re introduced to religion there is some point in your life where you're exposed to somebody that's like fuck that religion's retarded here's charles or uh, 
fucking I can't think of his name. What's Hawkins? Doc, Doc Hitchens, Christopher Hitchens. Like here's who's he? Uh, a famous atheist. He's part of the anti-theism movement. There's the four horsemen of modern atheism. He's one of them. Sam Harris is on that train. But so, anyways, you get introduced to a world of people who have logical and sound reasoning for why you shouldn't believe what you believe. If you are in a like part of the world where your religion has become extremism to the place where you are willing to blow yourself up for your religion, you've never been introduced to like someone questioning your religion and anybody that has ever questioned it has been killed or dealt with swiftly. So yeah, that's true. I met a girl from so certainly it's the Thomas theorem. What we believe to be real is real in its effects. So if I'm going to go blow myself up for God, like I super duper believe in God, that's a, that makes sense in their world, in that microcosm, it makes sense. I, I uh, met this girl from Azerbaijan a few years ago. Mm -hmm. She was very uh, foreign. I hate that country so much. Why? Because it always shows up when you got to pick America. <laughs> and it's like, no, I, I don't want to be in Azerbaijan. I'm the in other America. A. Now I got to scroll down to the U's, you piece of shit. So she was Muslim. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of asking, like, well, what if God doesn't exist? And she's like, that's impossible. And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Do you think it would be more possible that maybe <laughs> your religion is false? Or that your parents that you're not actually your parents' kids and they've been lying to you your whole life. And mm -hmm. she's like, well, neither are possible, but if I had to pick one, I would believe that my parents have been lying to me my whole life mm -hmm. over the fact that there might not be an Allah. Mm -hmm. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, it's there's just, like, a, a different level of questioning. And, like, you know, that that's the thing where, like, religion all starts to fall apart is when you have somebody that is so certain that their one religion is right. Like, any proof uh, any kind of argument you get to break down to whether or not there is a god you can't get a definitive answer but you can get a pretty definitive answer that no one specific religion is right like, i believe in gods that there's probably something who knows it, it may be just a dude that created the simulation and our vocabulary calls that god or maybe there's fucking some kind of divine super intelligent 10th dimensional being that we're all the children and pieces of a la andy weir's the egg but you know, it's... Occam's Razor is I'm God. Okay. I think I said that word, and now you're just going to use it a lot. <laughs> yeah. What's that called? Uh, Krugen Dunner? Uh, Kruger? Bader Meinhof. Dunning-Kruger is when you think you're better at shit than you are. Bader Meinhof is recency phenomenon. Um, oh, this is the thing. I brought up Matt Duncan earlier, and then we got sidetracked by eight-foot beige lizards, but... No, that was the main track. Okay. Uh, You're sidetracking. I am. The, the, yeah, because this is not a long point I wanted to make. But So we were hanging out with Matt, and the Matt sent me a post that was blowing up on Reddit about how uh, ancient Greek men valued having tiny penises and that it made them more godlike to have a small dick and that having a big dick made you, like, a dumb animal. It just basically. made them easier to fuck kids. No, no, no. So, so then, like, the, and their proof was that there's all these statues and that, like, the most revered statues have itty-bitty dicks and so then Matt was like, hey, Mike, look, you're like a Greek god. You're your small penis. This is so cool. You should adopt Greek culture. So I was like, ah, oh, thanks, man. That's so funny. And, and then I went to go read the article about it. And then the article is like, also, this is just a fun thing to think about. Really, all of their porn had big dicks in it. They loved big dicks. They thought big dicks were awesome. This is just how the people in power are like, I have a small dick, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. If I was in charge, I would make small dicks cool, too. Yeah, that sounds like some, some Kim Jong-un would do. It, it's essentially just fucking uh, Billy Madison. <laughs> Look, I peed my pants. All oh, the cool kids are peeing their pants. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got a small dick. All the all the gods have small dicks. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Yeah. Dude, 
isn't it crazy to think like so now when we're like there's no god like christians are like no but look all these things and miracles in the bible and stuff but like if you want to like prove them wrong you can't really like kill yourself and say there's no heaven but back Watch then me. they used to be like all the gods are on that mountain <laughs> he's like well i'm gonna go up there <laughs> oh, there's nobody here so society's wrong <sighs> all this god talk it's been fun yeah it made me hungry it's been real you looked like you enjoyed the whole thing. I did. I enjoyed it so much, dude. I, there's nothing that gets me just amped up. Cool. Talk like, about it next week, then. Yeah. Keep it going. Why don't we just make the Giggle Boys tinfoil pod, and we'll just only <laughs> talk about crazy conspiracies that make sense um, to schizophrenic women on YouTube. Because we're good at comedy. Yeah. <laughs> we? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're very good at comedy. Uh, Take that, Tripoli. Yeah. Is he still fighting with Gary? I don't know. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so crazy. Um, uh, I feel like there was at least one other thing I wanted to talk about. <sighs> yeah, Sam Tripoli said to Gary, like, we have a problem? And he's like, yeah, you were an asshole to me. And then he told him what happened, and Sam was like, that never happened. And Gary's like, you're going to say that never happened? And he's like, yeah. But they're both delusional. So. Yeah, they're both insane people. So it's like, I don't know. Dude, within our friend group, deciding who's right is just... God damn. It's pointless. We're no. all insane. Yeah, we're all right. And every time, <laughs> it's like, well, I'm the most right today. Most of our arguments, we're pretty much saying the same thing, but like a little bit different uh, mm -hmm. verbiage. I think it was six and a half million. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's numerical. Yeah. That's seis million. I'm just saying it in Spanish. No, it was six. No, it's seis. Yeah, we're both right. Or wrong. <laughs> uh, Free Palestine. Or, or not. Oh, we already talked about our roast battle. We already talked about... Um, let's talk about how bad we are at planning this. <laughs> we can't get guests. No, let's not. Um, let's line up some guests for Oh, people week. liked our roast on the pod last time. We could start doing that more frequently. Yeah. I that was fun. That. Um, I've been uh, thinking about this. Have you checked in on your rich friends? Like, I don't, I don't really think rich any. people are doing okay. I, cause like, I, I have a lot of friends that made a lot of money last year, and like, they're all they're so a Model X Tesla, the SUV, that's faster than most sports cars. Like, if you go buy a like a eighty thousand dollar Porsche like a Model X is going to smoke that thing. Mm -hmm. Like and you can get the ludicrous edition and it's got suicide doors. Yeah. Suicide doors to have those 20 years ago, you were like a pimp or or like a rapper or a professional athlete to have suicide doors on your car. Like it was only some really cool sports cars that came with those and then poor people putting them on their shitty Civics to make it look like a sports car. But now it's like white soccer moms picking up their kids from practice with the fucking whoa, doors on their fucking electric car that they can have whoopee cushion sounds in. Like, <laughs> like, Future's cool. I'm worried about them. I don't think that they're going to make it. Yeah, that's what I was saying last episode when you were saying rich people are doing amazing and they're happy because they have money. And I was like, they're miserable. There's that number. I think it's like $120,000 where above that, dollars don't actually add to your quality of life. I think it's 80. But they adjusted for inflation. Because give me $80,000, I'm going to be not that happy. 
Well, I, I've calculated this for myself. I've made $80,000 and more and not been happy. Well, you are in the top 1% of eaters. So top for a normal-sized person... Top 10% of drinkers and top 1%. I don't think I eat more than most people, though. I think I just eat better. Like, I really think that there's, like, some, like, my... Yeah, you've never, like, blown me away with the amount of food you've eaten. Yeah, I don't consume large quantities of food. I just eat decadent, rich, creamy, sweet things a lot. Like, my friend Chris Gonzalez, uh, the uh, founder, co-founder of Hone. Yeah, Hone. Check them uh, out. They, uh, green tea, matcha, ceremonial matcha, green tea, and uh, cordyceps blend. Yeah. You know and, what kind uh, of ceremonies it's used in? Child sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. No. <laughs> no. It's good ceremonies. Good ceremonies. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it, honestly, it helps with cardio and energy, and it's, it's a better alternative to coffee. Coffee, uh, go to HoneBlends.com, and uh, promo code GIGGLE gets you 15% off. And anyways. Promo code Judaism, I think. Oh, no, that was for Casperger's, my oh, other podcast. That's funny. But it's so, so funny. So he, he blows me away with the amount of food he eats. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Mm-hmm. He'll get, like, two double-doubles and animal-style fries from In-N-Out. And just murder him. Dude, people that have, like, a huge metabolism, like, because he's, what, 6'7", and, like, yeah. shredded? Yeah. He probably burns just sitting there 4,000 calories a day. So he can just throw back burgers like that. I have, like, a bunch of friends that are, like, hyper-athletes that can eat way more than I can. But, How big are your poops? Uh, well, they're all liquid. I haven't had a solid shit in 10 years. It's really? Just, no, but they're, <laughs> but they're rare. Uh, but... I did a eating podcast uh, for the ATX Battlegrounds Food Beast with uh, David Cenafani. So I, I did the one with David Cenafani where I did the spicy wing He's challenge. Hilarious. He is, but I won. So I won the spicy wing challenge. So I got to do another one, and uh, Spinners, which has uh, the only black open mic. Like it's a black crowd run by. Uh, it's called Fukyo Jokes. I think the guy's name is Confucius Jones that runs it. But it's an open mic at Spinners. They also have a food truck there that does huge turkey legs covered in like mac and cheese or dirty rice or shrimp alfredo. So it was going to be a contest to see who could eat this turkey leg faster, me versus Dylan Sullivan. And I was like, yeah, we're both big dudes. We can probably crush some food. And then I brought my friend, our our friend, Darian Irwin, uh, along for the ride because there was going to be extra food. So me and Dylan are eating these turkey legs, and we're going pretty fast, but, like, it's a lot of food. It's a big fucking turkey leg. And, like, he had mac and cheese. I had dirty rice. The tray weighs like a pound and a half, and we're just crushing through food, and we both get to a point where we're like, oh, this hurts, and Darian's just sitting in the kitchen just like patiently waiting, and then at one point, John, who the ATX media group guy, he gives Darian the shrimp Alfredo one. Me and Dylan have called in our mistis and stopped eating and are just eating cookies and waiting for our tummies to reset to finish <laughs> the turkey. Yeah, somehow you can always eat more sugar. Yeah, and then Darian comes in, grabs that turkey tray, cleans the bone and the tray and then puts it back down in like five minutes. I was like, all right, he can fucking eat. Yeah. We went uh, downtown. Uh, I won't say what restaurant, but we went to a restaurant and ate and had a bunch of oysters. Uh, but between the two of us, we had four dozen oysters, a ceviche, <laughs> mac and cheese, a loaf of bread, and... A loaf? Yeah, whole loaf. <laughs> Dude, they do a black pepper butter there. I'll tell you where, but I don't want them to know. Yeah. But, dude, it's fucking good. But, we yeah, we put away all this food. And uh, then we both had to go do comedy. <laughs> so, like, we leave downtown, and I'm going to Native, and he's going to Thrive Craft House to perform. And we're both just like, oh, this was a bad idea. Like, like we're about to go do what we do for a living. And we're just like, oh, I can't even move. And I get to Native Hostel, 
and it's not in the Easy's listening room. It's out in the like lounge with the chairs and stuff. And I get there, and there's like ten audience members and like six comics in the back of the room, and all of them are like chairs like this, but and like couches, but none of them where I could like sit down, like stretch my gut out and like digest. So I just laid on the stairs. I just sat on the first step and just laid back on the stairs for like forty five minutes. Like oh, I'm gonna die. And then I went and murdered. So I bet a power walk would help you digest faster. Can I take a scooter? <laughs> just, uh. I mean, I think standing upright helps you digest better than laying down. Oh, no. Then I got to use all that blood to stay standing. If I just take all of the energy out of my body and just lay at a good angle. Or just hold on to a pole. And no, then all hang. of my energy is going to, all my blood's going to go to my muscles. I'm not saying do a pull up. I'm just, you know, kind of like hang on it so you're not using all of your legs. Oh, just take a little bit of pressure off yeah. my legs? Or, what, what about this? What if I just laid down a little bit? <laughs> no, because you got to go with gravity. <laughs> I can take a lot of pressure off my legs by just laying on want to. You don't want to relieve leg pressure. You want to gravitationally assist your descending colon. Someone was telling me that it... I'm making this up. There's I don't, a, I don't know. a thing called GLUT4, G-L-U-T-4, and that uh, when you produce it, it sends your calories to muscles instead of fat and you can activate it by like exercise so if you're about to eat like a really like awful for you meal if you just do wall sits and like get your like big muscle groups all flexing and send a lot of like blood there that more of the calories will go to muscle than to fat yeah so exercise works it's pretty cool you should exercise you can my keep new eating. apartments don't have a gym Let's go what, for walks. What gym should I join? Gold is 35 bucks a month. That's it? Yeah. I'll think about it. All right. Well, how about this? If you guys go to patreon.com slash giggleboys and we get two more subscribers. Two subscribers or Mike will die. Oh No, if we get two more subscribers. I'll kill him. Let's check what the numbers are right now. And if we get them, I will go join a gym. And become less of a fat person. What do you guys think? Does that appeal to... I don't even know if the fans would want me to be less fat. Do you guys want me to die at 40? Would that make you happier? We got... Whoa. We have... We lost patrons. Yeah, we did. We have four. We have four patrons. So if we can get up to six patrons, I'll join a gym. Pretty cool. See you next week. Bye.